morning, dear friends, and welcome to the Bible Continued series. That is episode number three, and we're going to focus on Genesis chapter three. So as we continue in our journey of the scripture, as we continue to seek and understand more about the ministry of Jesus in every chapter and every book of the Bible, may the Holy Spirit guide us and give us the right understanding. So this morning, our topic is ready for substitution. Ready for substitution. You know, in football and in every other sport that are in the same genre, we have what we call substitution. When a player is no longer in the capacity to continue playing, it must be substituted. And there is always a number of players that are ready for the substitution in case someone need to be tired or be injured on the field these players are prepared are ready they even warm up to substitute in other words to take the place of that player they will play in their position they will play and continue the game wherever they stopped And this morning, we want to talk about a substitution that happened in the book of Genesis chapter 3. May God give us the right understanding in the name of Jesus. We're going to read Genesis chapter 3. Take our Bible, Genesis chapter 3. We read verse 15 first. The Bible says, And I will put enmity between thee, and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel now genesis chapter 3 talks about man's disobedience in other words it's also entitled the fall of man we saw last wednesday that obedience brings rest but unfortunately instead of man to choose to have rest, peace with God, man chose to to disobey, to listen to the devil and disobey. Now disobedience obviously brought a lot of trouble. And the trouble was so huge that man had no chance to escape. Let's go back to the command God gave in Genesis chapter 2. We read verse 16 and 17. The Bible says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. That is a serious statement. Thou shalt surely die surely or in truth indeed i assure you that you will die now the question is can god speak and it will not be so or did god make a mistake many people ask the question what is that man did not die that very day after god had made that statement emphatically stressing the thou will die or he was stressing it he put surely Well, it's important to understand that God will not lie. Definitely, man was supposed to die because man sinned. But, there could be another option. 
and that's the option of substitution that is someone taking the place of the guilty and dying in the stead of the guilty now in Genesis chapter 3 did somebody die that day let's read verse 21 of Genesis chapter 3 verse 21 the Bible says unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them now God will make cloth of skin out of an animal skin skin so it means God had to kill the animal to take the skin because there is no way the animal will be alive and you'll be peeling the skin off it is going to be very difficult it's going to be even I mean it's not possible people kill the animal and they take the skin that's how it is done and God killed in order to cover the nakedness of man man who is supposed to die god kill to help that man out that is the that is the magnitude of the love of god even after pronouncing death for the day man will eat of the fruit that he had forbidden them god already had in mind a solution for them in case they eat it this is what i will do to rescue man now who is that animal who is that animal of course it was a lamb that god killed that day and that lamb represent jesus christ jesus is the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world he is the lamb who was slain now genesis now we'll leave genesis now we'll go to revelation chapter 13 we're going to read verse 8 the Bible says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of, of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus Christ is the Lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world, from the very beginning when the world was being put up. Jesus Christ had already given his life. It's very important to understand that Jesus Christ already had what? Given his life. The life was already given out. I will die for them. That day when God killed the lamb, it was Jesus Christ who died that very day. The death of the lamb signified that Jesus Christ is the substitute. His life is already guaranteed to be the substitution for yours. What a love. What a savior we have. Dear friends, dear listeners, Jesus Christ did what no superhero had ever done in the history of this world. I have watched so many movies of superheroes giving their lives, but this attitude of Christ Jesus is so intense that indeed it is the center it is the, the it is this is this is the gospel itself the gospel the substance of the everlasting gospel this is what it is jesus christ steps forward before all time to say 
if man should sin, I would give up my life for him. It's a very interesting story. The Apostle Paul could not hold his words in the book of Romans, chapter 5. He understood because he had experienced the depth of that love. In Romans chapter 5, from verse 6 to verse 11, the Apostle Paul is explaining what it means to be saved by Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ had done as a substitution. He says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet, adventure for a good man some will even dare to die but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from wrath through him for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also join in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. May God bless this word. The Apostle Paul here is speaking clearly what Jesus Christ actually had done. He said clearly to us to understand, for us to understand that while we were yet sinners, at that moment when we were enemies of God, when Adam and Eve had eaten the fruit and was hiding, was finding his own way to hide, to justify his sins, with no evidence that could even save him, Jesus Christ had already stepped and have come to give that life back. The life that man had lost. That is giving his life to save. It's very important for us to understand this morning that no man can ever die even for a righteous man like him. It is very difficult to die even for a good man. How much more for a criminal, for, for someone who had who spat on your face, for someone who disgraced you, who insulted you, why will you die for such a person? That is the amazing love of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is what is being displayed. The atonement. The atonement. The atonement. Jesus Christ is the atonement. Jesus Christ is the sacrifice. He is the sacrifice. Jesus Christ is our Lord. Jesus Christ is our Savior. This morning, I invite you to turn to Jesus because He's the one who substituted His life for you. Now, see something. If Christ has substituted His life for me, then it means my life doesn't count anymore. But the life of Jesus is what I live by. And if I live by the life of Jesus, should I, should I use that life to do anything I want? I need to live for him, not for me. 
is very interesting. When you understand that Jesus Christ has substituted his life for yours as you had already lost your life. It is his life he has given you back so you can live. Now, if you know that the life you live is of Christ, therefore you need not to live your own life, but you need to live the life of Christ. And that is why we are the seed, the seed of God, the seed of the woman. We are the seed of Christ Jesus because we live of the life of Jesus Christ himself. May the Lord help us this morning. I don't have enough word to say, but it is clear that the plan of salvation is being revealed in Genesis chapter 3. As a matter of fact, some biblical scholars have called that promise in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 about the head of the serpent being crushed by the seed of the woman. They have called it Proto-Evangelion, the first gospel. That is the very first gospel. That is the everlasting gospel that has been preached from the foundation of the world. That is the gospel of gospels. That is the gospel that governs all the scriptures. The entire scripture is based upon that promise. And even Jesus Christ, his life, his death, his ministry, all are based upon that promise. Jesus Christ fulfilled his promise for us. Therefore, we need to accept that substitution as an option for us to be saved this is the only way this is the only and the mightiest salvation that God has put at our disposal if we reject this one then there's no other way may the Lord help us this morning Heavenly Father we thank you today for your love and for your mercy thank you for this message this morning as we come to you, Lord, you are our substitute. Jesus Christ is a substitute. Father, we accept the death of Christ Jesus and we decide, Lord, to live by the power of the Holy Spirit to please Him forever. Give us the strength to accept our sacrifice, to become part of Him, to live His life in us and to be blessed by Him. Father, I commit all those listening, bless their hearts. Oh God Almighty, help us that we may accept Jesus and be saved because we have prayed in the name of Jesus. Amen.